Hey there, my name is Amy and I work at Lowe's. July 4th is finally here and we've got everything you need to get ready for the big weekend. Like stocking up on charcoal. Now when you buy one 16-pound bag of Kingsford charcoal, we'll give you one for free. Limit two per customer. And to help get the house looking its best, stop by and get $10 off every $50 purchase of paint and paint supplies. So come to Lowe's and get ready to celebrate with a bang. Lowe's, let's build something together. Offers valid through 7411. Some restrictions apply while supplies last. Blog Talk Radio. You want to do what you want? You want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio. Hi, this is Daniel Laxton. And this is Leah Laxton. And you're listening to 30careers.com presents Dream Job Radio. Today is November 13, 2010. There's a lot of cold weather across the nation, but here in San Antonio, I have to say, it is beautiful. Probably 65 degrees out. Thank goodness. I kind of like it a little chilly. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it is nice. We have an awesome show for you today. Uh, we're talking about entrepreneurship. Uh, so entrepreneurs, are you out there? The theme is entrepreneurs, success means thinking outside the box. And as always, you can call into the show with your thoughts, questions, comments, at 760-888-5718. Yes, 760-888-5718. Or you can reach us on blogtalkradio.com forward slash dreamjobradio. Get us in the chat room and please share your questions and comments. We'll get to those on air, time permitting. And you can also, uh, if you're watching, if you want to watch us live, we're on Justin TV. Backslash 30 careers. 30 careers. You can see us live and in person. Twitter me at Daniel Laxton. That's at D-A-N-I-E-L-L-A-K-S-T-I-N-S. Facebook? <laughs> or you can get us on Facebook. If there's social media, we are there. Social media gurus. Yes. Absolutely. Now, tonight, or today, we actually have a, an excellent guest. Her name is Julie Austin. And she is an entrepreneur, and she actually... Uh, she, she's invented something really special, but we're going to talk about that later. What else do we have? Yeah, we actually have two special guests today. We have Julie, and then we also have Gabe Skelly, another successful entrepreneur who's going to, we're going to kind of do an open format and chat all together, which is going to be great. And as always, your favorite segment, Campus Connection. Uh, Micah Hackney will tap the minds of America's college student, and I believe today his theme is uh, discussing credit, college credit. So, hey. We all need that if you're in college, right? So, and then later on, we're going to be having the social circle. We'll be taking your tweets and Facebook and chat questions and trying to discuss them within the little time that we have left. Yeah, which is usually not right. So. <laughs> but hey, let's go ahead and get our show started. Let's introduce our first guest. Now, uh, Julie Austin, she is the inventor of Swiggy's, the wrist water bottle for Hydrosport. And... Can you, uh, and um, Swiggy for a NASDAQ Product of the Year semi-finalist um, and are sold around the world. But most importantly, she's also the author of a book called The Money Tree. The Money Tree. I like that. So uh, let's uh, introduce um, uh, Julie Austin. Julie, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Are you there? I am. Hey. Uh, <laughs> good. So, Julie, hey, this is so exciting to, to know that or to have a, an entrepreneur that actually invented something. Tell us about your product. 
It's called Swiggies, and they are wrist water bottles, pretty self-explanatory. Uh, they are bottles that they fit on the, uh, like on the top of your wrist with a vel stretch band and a pull top. So you can, um, you know, it's for water on the go, for runners, walkers, hikers, and I have an adult version and a kid version. And you can also freeze them so it lowers your body temperature when you're out in the heat. And um, the, the uh, adult version holds 11 ounces of uh, water or sports drink, and the kids' version holds eight. That's perfect. That's a perfect amount of, of liquid, isn't it? It is. It took me several years of uh, development to come up with, the, you know, something that's not too heavy, and but it has just enough water for about a, you know, 45-minute run. And, you know, if you run any more than that, if you're a hardcore, you know, marathoner, I guess, you know, there are other products, but what I came up with was something for the casual weekend runner, you know, anything 45 minutes or under. Wow. Yeah, I was thinking if I was, um, if I was a governor, I'd want to have one on each wrist. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Well, uh, we thank you very much, Julie, for joining us today. Now, I'm sure that uh, in, in being a successful entrepreneur like you are, surely you've ran into some pitfalls along the way, and we were just sort of wondering if you could maybe share with us some of the challenges you've ran into in, in starting your businesses and maybe how uh, young entrepreneurs can overcome those. Um, yes, many, many challenges. <laughs> um, but I would say the first one is money, and I really did my business piecemeal. You know, I started out, I said, okay, <clears throat> I need the money for a mold. And that was very expensive. Raised the money, finally got one mold, and realized I needed two molds for each wrist because um, the the way the, the product is, I needed a separate mold. So had to do that. And then, you know, the patent process, I sent it through the patent office, thought everything was great. And I'm not sure, but I think usually they turn you down the first time. And they turned me down, so I had to do it all over you again. You still have to spend like $16,000, though, if you, when you, they turn you down. <laughs> right. And so my attorney actually said, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> and wow. I'm getting paid, but uh, I said, yep, I want to take the chance. And I just I really took a lot of risk, you know, just not knowing anything about anything. And um, I, I think that going back now, there's a lot that I would have done differently. You know, there were there were no mentors. I didn't have any mentors. There were no books at the time. There was no such thing as a provisional patent, which they have now. You can get a provisional patent, and I don't know, it's like $100 or less. And, you know, that protects you for a whole year. And, th I mean, then at that point you have to go and do – um, a regular patent, but it kind of gives you an idea of whether the product's going to work or not. It really wouldn't have made any difference to me because it took so long to to get this thing going that a year would come and go, and you know it wouldn't have made any difference. But um, yeah, I think a lot of the the money that I spent, I could have saved and done things a little different. 
That's the point, too. You're listening to the 30careers.com presents Dream Job Radio Show. Our special guest is Julie Austin. And she's the creator of Swiggy's The Risk Water Bottle by Hydrosport. So it's good to hear, though, that now uh, the product's been highly successful. I guess um, it's also for sale around the world, or, or you've, you've sold around the world now, right, Julie? Well, you know what? About 90% of my business is international. I, I really wow. don't sell very much in the U.S. at all. I sell in countries that you know I didn't even know existed. And the exciting thing is every time I check my email, I get you know, uh, contacted by people in, in you know, countries all over the world. I mean, the, and what you realize in doing this is that all the cultures are all different, and you have to treat them differently. You know, and because of the mm-hmm. internet, it's all it, it all blends together now. You know, so I'll get uh, a call from or an email from Christmas Island. You know, I didn't even know where that was. So they just order straight from my factory. I invoice them, and you know they act as a distributor and they do their own thing, and I just supply them with the marketing and the the PR. That's awesome. Well, that's amazing. And actually, our uh, our other guest that we're going to have on, we're going to go and bring him in. He's a uh, uh, Gabe Skelly, uh, another successful entrepreneur, and. Um, and he's uh, also uh, um, most viewed on YouTube, and, uh, and also I think he's going to tell us about another venture he's just gotten into. So, um, so we're going to get Gabe on the line, and maybe you guys can both kind of talk about some of the networking things that have made you successful when it comes to networking. Uh, Gabe, are you there? Yep. Hello. You guys hear me? Yeah. Hey, welcome to the show, Gabe. Hey, thanks for having me. Oh yeah. Yeah, we yeah. Should yeah. Say, uh, Go ahead, Gabe. Well, I was gonna say about Gabe. He actually is. Uh, he has a, a few videos that were the most viewed on YouTube. Yeah, quite a YouTube following you've built for yourself uh, there, Gabe. So we always get excited when you you put a new one out and we get to see what's going on. So tell us a little bit about what you have going on with uh, some of your businesses right now. Well, I, I do a couple of different things. I do uh, I do marketing and PR for. Uh, uh, some some white roofing companies in uh, the state of Minnesota. I also just uh, I launched my YouTube uh, channel about a year ago, and I became a YouTube partner. I do nonprofit stuff, so I do activism for a couple of different uh, different uh, charities in the state of Minnesota in the U.S. Um, I also do uh, I guess the biggest thing I do is I do I do branding and networking for just a whole bunch of different companies. I do marketing for a 200 uh, year old violin making company that has a violin in the Smithsonian. Uh, a friend of mine's uh, mom's company at this point that make uh, old old violins, and then uh, branching out of that, the same friend, uh, me and him, just opened a restaurant that we kind of did a trial for six months in the uh, Federal Hill part of uh, Baltimore this summer, and uh, it worked out pretty well. We we started out and uh, just financed it from our own pockets, and uh, well, we got a lot a lot of good reviews from uh, local newspapers, and we got on. Uh, some of the local TV stations we got on Fox down in the uh, Baltimore area and uh, a lot of good reviews, but we learned from that one that you definitely have to have a good solid business plan before you go into something and restaurants are a lot harder to uh, jump into and make work than we thought. So That's awesome. And, and Julie mentioned that, you know, she wishes she had had kind of a mentor or, or guide. Uh, how about you, Gabe? Have you had mentors as you've started these businesses or what's your take on that? 
You know, I definitely have some mentors. Uh, I, I think when I started out, when I was a little bit younger, I used to think that, like a lot of young people, that I knew everything and that the bosses were there to just tell me what to do, and and I just had to to, to uh, you know listen to them without really paying attention to what they were doing. But um, I really started to pay attention to some of the people that I've worked with. Uh, I've got people that are that are mentors that I also consider my peers now that are in their 70s and 80s, even with some of the companies I work with. Um, I've kind of found found a real niche with a couple of companies in the Minnesota area where their companies have been around for 100 to 150 years. And I figure companies like that, there's def- they definitely know what they're doing. If you've got an owner that's a, a fourth-generation owner of the company and they've stuck around through the Great Depression and then the current depression we've had, and I've really kind of learned what the people that are in the owner or president position do to, to help the company through that and what they do in the solid branding to keep them uh, recognizable above everybody else. I'm glad, That's amazing. You, I'm glad to hear you. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry, Julie. Depression. <laughs> yeah. It, it, for, for business owners, I, I don't know about you, but I've, it's just been brutal. Yeah. And, and people really yeah. have to go back to square one and, and relearn things and, you know, do with less. But the thing is, when you're creative in your business, um, and this is good for people starting out, you know, especially if you have no money, is that the things that you do that are creative, those are the things that are going to work anyway. It's true. You know, one of the things I was thinking is Gabe is a little bit like me. Um, I've started several businesses, and they're t- some of the businesses I've had were totally unrelated uh, to the others. Now, lately I've, I've pretty much been sticking uh well, no, I'm still doing it. But anyways, but as far as construction, we, we've we've uh, we're that way. But the one of the things, Julie, you're uh, you've started several businesses. What's one of those suggestions you'd have uh, for some of us entrepreneurs when it comes to branding and multi businesses? Um, well, as far as branding goes, I learned a, a valuable and you know, well, it was a costly <laughs> lesson. I started out, my product was called Hydrosport, and my company was called Hydrosport, and the, the wrist water bottles were called Hydrosport. And as far as, um, you know, selling around the world, in some places that worked great. In some places, you, the word, you know, the name Hydrosport did not <laughs> translate. And it kind of works. Ah. You have see that's one thing you m- might not think about when you start a business, because I never ever expected to go international ever. And so um, what happened was I came also I came up with a children's version of the product. And so when kids would say, "Hey, I want to," you know, saying, "Oh, I want a Hydrosport," it just didn't. I don't know. It didn't. Uh, Seem right, and, and one of my distributors came up with the name Swiggies, and they started selling them under that brand. And I said, "That's great! Can I use that?" And they said, "Yeah, sure." So I midstream, I'm already selling around the world. I I changed the brand, so I had to go back and do all new artwork, a whole new commercial, everything. So you know, when you think about the branding when you first start your business. It's so much more important to think long term, think international, think you know how many you know when am I going to have a product line, you know what I mean? Before, because this is much more important than I thought in the beginning. I'm kind of the Chevy uh, tried to sell Nova in Mexico, 
Do you remember what they know about means in Mexico or in Spanish? What? It means don't go. <laughs> no va. They won't go. <laughs> so, but that's really that's some powerful um, advice. Yeah. Have you had any similar experiences, Gabe, when it comes to uh, names, business names? You know, I, I've had a little experience with not having the best branding with some of my personal stuff because I've got all this different social media, and I've actually been in social media for about ten years. And uh, I used I just have different names across a couple platforms. It hasn't worked out so well, which I'm kind of trying to translate right now. But with the branding stuff, we actually, when we opened our restaurant in Baltimore, we thought about it a lot. And it just worked out well that my best friend that we opened it with, he actually graduated as a, with a cooking degree from the Cordon Bleu Institute in Minnesota. And he's a, a really big fat guy. He's about 550 pounds. And uh, the restaurant small. name that we came up with, we, we decided to have yeah. the restaurant be called Fat Eric's. Oh. And we, uh, and so there, you know, what what better to have than uh, a, you know, uh, all your marketing stuff with a, a, a ginormous fat guy dressed in cook stuff, and then have him also be your, uh, you know, one, one of the co-owners. So it, it worked out really well for us, and I think that's why part of the reason the TV stations picked us up as much as they did. So. Interesting. Yeah, that's true. That can create buzz just as much as anything. Well, just like even the name change to Swiggy's probably did sort of create a little bit more of a buzz for you, too. I mean, even though you had to spend the extra money, Julie, sort of marketing midstream, it's almost like you got a second launch, I guess you could say, as far as media and PR. Well, um, it did because of the kids' version, because that's a completely different market. The, you know, the first one, the adult version, is more for runners and walkers and adults. And um, actually... <laughs> Here's this is something interesting I'm just thinking of. Um, I did not realize when I created this product all the uses for it. Um, I sell in the alcohol industry, so corporations put put their um, alcohol companies put their logos on them and they put alcohol in 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 the swiggies. Um, and I just never in a million years would have thought of that. I sell to raves. You know the the dance it raves <laughs> because yep. kids are out, raving. Yeah, kids are out in the middle of a big dance floor and they can't bring water. So in in the UK, they're called it's called clubbing. So I started selling them to the you know the clubbing industry and they would put little glow in the dark stickers on them and wear them in the raves. I couldn't have pictured that either. Or people who wow. are disabled and can't, you know, on crutches or, you know, can't carry a, a bottle, I sell in that industry. So that's another thing when you start your business. I don't even know that you can completely imagine all the different directions your business will take. Yeah, well, I mean, that's something you learn from your customers. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm sure if you'd went in at the beginning and been like, uh, I have this great product for putting alcohol in and, and you know, for rave parties, people would have been like, huh, what are you talking about? But sometimes it is. It's like the customer um, basically creates the evolution of the product, which is really neat. Hey, Julie, do you, do you also, um, do you reward those that help you along the way? I, or I mean, I hate to put you on the spot with that question, but, but you know, is there a way, I mean, that we take care of our customers that may be guided down the right paths, or is there a proper way of handling that situation? I mean, what's the question? 
Well, like say compensation. For example, you know, like if someone um, guides you down a certain direction, uh, sometimes we we may want to compensate someone, like a finder's fee or whatever. You know, or, you know, some people may say, well, I I have an idea for you, but I want some money out of it. <laughs> or like well, your nice. distributor, the, the name change on the Twiggies. Um, yeah. The, what, uh, well, I offer you know, them. Is, is there a suggestion on how we handle those people when they they do uh, come up with an idea that we that's useful for us? Well, what I recommended for him, I said, look, I'll pay you for the name. You came up with it. It's my product, but you came up with the name, and he was just, you know, no, I. Take it. I'm, you know, he's just a small um, retailer with two or three stores, and he said, "I'm not it, it, anything that helps you. That's fine." So that's, that's awesome. the only Those time the I think I've come up with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I know that uh, both of you guys have accomplished uh, some major business goals that you know you basically were dreams started as a dream and then basically turned into a viable business. So I might ask both of you, starting with Gabe, how have you used your dreams to accomplish your business goals? Um, I would say for me that's that's kind of my biggest funder of uh, my business goals, funder and in, in, in energy and uh, and money that I, that I put into stuff. You know, it's I, I, I firmly believe in making your dream something concrete that you try to achieve. So on a yearly basis, me and my wife write out our 25 dreams that we want to try to accomplish both short-term and long-term. And for a business or things I want to do, I try to make something that I want to do for work something that's also one of my long-term dreams to kind of mesh those together. Um, for instance, one of the things that I do is I'm the captain of the YWCA endurance sports team in the city of Minneapolis. And we do triathlons and, and distance races. And over the last three years, I wanted to get in shape, but I also wanted to help a cause. So our team has raised $100,000 to fight AIDS in, in Minnesota. So it's kind of everything I try to do, I try to mesh a dream with a, with a goal and, uh, and kind of bring in networking into that too. And uh, just meet new people and uh, really just try to pull other people into the dreams that I have. Because I feel like if you've got passion for something and it's a dream that people can see in your eyes, and you, you're going to naturally uh, magnetize people to you and, and really help yourself get, you know, towards that goal and dream. Wow. And what do you think, Julie, uh, using her dreams to accomplish business goals or vice versa? How do you feel about that? Uh, well, I guess one of my dreams is to travel. And by having this business, I've traveled to Hong Kong, Australia, and I kind of um, – uh, combine the two, you know, it's, first of all, it's kind of a little bit of a tax write-off if you can, you know, <laughs> combine it with a business trip. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's that's one of the things. I like to meet new people, and this is a great way to do it. I can pretty much, it's my own baby, um, and I can do whatever I want with it. And, um, try, and, and having my... I want to say having my own time, but as I'm saying this, I don't really, you know, I work 16-hour days. So <laughs> if I don't love what I do, that's going to be uh, misery. So the, the number one thing is you you have to love what you do, whatever it is. If you are going to have a business, you just better love it because you're married to it. Don't you think, Gabe? <laughs> oh, exa exactly, <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hey, so uh, uh, Julie, where can people learn more about your your Swiggies and your new book, The Money Tree? 
And don't you have, do you have another one too? The gar- or is, is the money tree talking about the garden that you're mentioning before? It's called the money garden: how to plant the seeds for a lifetime of income. And and it's, it's about garden. basically about running multiple businesses. Yeah. And you can find that on createforcash.com. And then Swiggy is at swiggies.com, and it's S-W-I-G-G-I-E-S.com. That's excellent. You're listening to the 30careers.com presents Dream Job Radio. Uh, We've been talking with Julie Austin, the uh, creator of Swiggies, uh, the the wrist bottle hydrosport. And uh, we also been talking with Gabe Skelly, but we appreciate you so much for calling in, guys. And, and Gabe, also, how can people get a, a hold of you on some of your ideas on on fat? Uh, what was it, Fat Eric's? Yep, uh, you can you can Google Fat Eric's or check me out on Twitter. It's just Big Gaber on Twitter. It's B I G G A B B E R, and that'll link to all my other social media stuff. That's awesome. Well, thank you guys both so much. We appreciate your time and and look forward to chatting with you both in the future. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Wow. What an awesome show. Man, a couple of really successful entrepreneurs there. And and for all the young people out there, I I think it's a great message to say that um, just, you know, basically do what you dream. Dream dream up your idea and believe in it because just like Julie mentioned, you know, at some point they told her, are you sure you want to do this? And I know Gabe's ran into that as well with his, ideas and businesses, so that's fantastic. And we could have both of them on the show again. Man, we definitely <laughs> so good. Well, it's that time of week. It's uh, time for... The College Campus. Campus Connection. So... <laughs> Micah Hackney for Campus Connection. What's going on, Micah? Not so much. How are you guys doing? I love my little intro. That's my, uh, yeah. I know it's my cue when I, I, hear, it too. I know it's, I know it's my cue when I hear that little jig, but. <laughs> well, it's awesome. Uh, well, what's going on? What you got for us what's today? A, what's our subject this week? I just, to, you know, today just talk a little bit about, um, you know, credit, you know, kind of danger for a credit card. Um, you know, it's good to have credit and, uh, you know, to establish it. And, you know, it's not even that bad that you don't have a couple of credit cards, but, you know, particularly for college students. Uh, you want to avoid um, getting in a lot of debt or applying for multiple credit cards. You know, where they, you know, it seems like they target the, you know, youth more. Um, you know, of course, every time you're at a store, any kind of store, Sears, J.C. Penney, just whatever. You know, they're always like, you want, you know, you get 15% off your purchase or, or, um, or so forth. You know, if you apply for a credit card and just, you know, it's kind of talking about how it's not good to apply for a whole lot of them. Because that can end up hurting you in the end. Because I mean, a lot of times these credit card companies will have uh, um, things set up where if you if you apply for a credit card and you have one, and you know there'll be like a fee for not using it and things like that. So um, it can be a hassle. So just you know, that and also you know, just remember. Well, actually, you know, I mean, how much you're gonna owe when you get out of college? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm not even talking about the credit. Cards. I'm just talking about tuition. <laughs> Exactly. You know, it's also good for college so like, to remember that. All um, you need is out of college and you have an extra $30,000 of debt besides the, uh, I don't know how much, you know, your tuition might be depending on, you know, what school you're going to. It's crazy. Oh, this one guy, Discount Tire, um, he has a bachelor's and he says he uh, he owes like 50000 and can't find a job. But 
that's probably because um, he doesn't want to leave Lubbock. <laughs> but, <laughs> I could have something to do with it. So what do you recommend pretty, when you get a credit card in the mail? Should, uh, should you fill it out or tear it up if you're in college? Um. Well, most likely you should tear it up, but you know it's good. It wouldn't be a bad idea to have you know maybe like one, but you know to keep it under control. Definitely, never spend more than, never go more than half of your limit. Definitely, I'd recommend that. And uh, make sure you definitely, uh, if you're going to use it, maybe just use it a little bit and pay it off every month. Definitely don't do the minimum payment way because then you're paying a lot more for something than whether you're paying. You end up paying. Two thousand dollars for a TV when you could have just saved up a thousand dollars and bought it. <laughs> but um, that's absolutely you know, right. I always appreciate you, Okay, I see. Awesome. Well, thank already. you so much. We appreciate it. We can't wait to hear Campus Connection next week with more great advice going on with college students. <laughs> And as always, this is Dream Job Radio. Next week we'll be on the road. We will be in uh we'll be at Greenville next week in Chicago. And the show will feature more startup advice from the road with uh, a variety of special guests. It's gonna be an open format, so be sure to call in. Yeah, call in or send us some tweets. I think you guys see us uh Twitter is at Daniel Laxton's, uh that's D A N I E L. L-A-K-S-T-I-N-S. Um, and uh, go ahead and watch us on Justin TV. We're going to go ahead and do our after. Yeah, overtime segment for about five minutes. And then that's where we're going to do our social circle. So, And we're going to be talking about some tweets and things like that. So, um, you want to do what you want? Do you want better money? Welcome to Dream Job Radio.